Welcome to the Proven Principles Podcast by Knowing Hospitality, the show that deconstructs and demystifies the inner workings of the hotel industry. Here's your host, Adam Knight. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the show. My guest today is David Grossman. He's the president of Renew Systems. This is a commercial cleaning company that works with some of the biggest hospitality brands in the world. And I wanted to get his take not just on housekeeping operations and how they're evolving with the times, but what it's like to run a big national company that's responsible for providing clean, safe environments for hotel guests and for employees. So we cover a lot of ground. David's got great perspective and great insight on what's happening. So I hope you enjoy the show. Let's just get right to it. David Grossman, president of Renew Systems. Enjoy. David, welcome to the show. It's great to have you. It's great to be here. Yeah, I appreciate you taking some time today. So uh, I think before we dive too deep into the show today, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about who you are, how you started Renew Systems, what Renew Systems is all about, maybe the uh, kind of the, the origin story, as it were. Sure, sure. Uh, I'll, I'll try to keep it uh, fairly brief because uh, every company has its own folklore. Um, mm-hmm. But Adam, it's good to be here and good to be here with uh, everyone um, out listening. Uh, my name is David Grossman. I head up a company called Renew Systems. We've been in existence for almost 30 years now. We started uh, our founder, who's still very much engaged, uh, was 21 at the time, who mm-hmm. taught himself how to clean carpets. Uh, for homes and restaurants and pretty much anyone else who would let them in. And uh, this was outside of Chicago. One day was asked to clean a hotel. And ever since then, uh, you know, when the light bulb went off, we we, we went on a different course. Um, so we started out as a general cleaning company, but uh, very competitive business. So we decided to specialize and and um, after uh, cleaning a hotel and then a second one, we you know, decided that's the path to go. So we can clean a lot of different service services, a lot of different types of customers, and we still do some, but our mm-hmm. focus is heavily on the hospitality industry. Um, so we've cleaned thousands of hotels across the U.S. and now mm-hmm. in several other countries. And what we do is uh, the deep cleaning aspect. So we're not the everyday housekeeping or the third shift uh, janitorial, but rather we'll come in periodically with a team of well-trained technicians and heavy-duty equipment and our proprietary chemicals and processes to take care of almost anything uh, inside a property, from the Mm -hmm. carpets to the marble to the odors to the stains. And we keep adding services, some of our newer services, um, as we identify a need among our customers. Mm our mattress cleaning, as well as recycling, chandelier cleaning, and even uh, linen and trash chute cleaning. So very wide variety. Um, One of the advantages of focusing on the hospitality industry or just one industry in general is you get to know your customers well, um, uh, how they operate, what their demands are, what their needs are, and how to best accommodate them. And so that's what we've been doing and develop some very nice relationships as well as um, reputation and uh, which we don't take lightly uh, among uh, many, many properties at the corporate and regional level, but uh, also and importantly at the individual property level uh, with management. Um, so that's that's what our company does. Uh, we've grown geographically from that one office outside of Chicago, which is still company owned and operated, to uh, now uh, franchising. And we have 30 locations. Um, we typically give out very large territory. So 
one location can handle a whole metropolitan area uh, or even larger. So we cover almost all the U.S. Uh, and uh, we, uh, a couple of years ago, started expanding beyond our borders. So we're in several countries and looking to continue to fill out the U.S. locally um, and then uh, internationally. And, and our franchisees, um, well, why we have that structure is we find if we, find, if we bring in good franchisees, um, then uh, we get the best of both worlds for our customers because they get the attention of the individual owner operator. Uh, who's clearly very vested to make happy customers, mm-hmm. but yet benefit from the experience of, uh, of corporate having done this for almost 30 years and um, and, and serves uh, thousands of customers. And we do lots of R&D and lots of development of new services that um, that we, uh, we then pass on to our franchisees. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I joined the company 10 years ago. Previously, I uh, was in consulting and then in private equity. So I'd help advise and then um, invest in companies, uh, but uh, always on behalf of a big company. And I was looking for many years for a opportunity where I could get involved with a, um, a nice company uh, that and just have a lot more involvement with it uh, as, as an operator. And uh, took me almost 10 years and found um, Renew. Mm-hmm. Um, actually had a different name back then. Um, good company. We just probably were a little bit sleepy. So over the past 10 years, we've just put our heads down and put more energy into the company. And um, and we've had some nice ni- ni- nice growth as a result. Uh, I'll, I'll take very little of that, uh, of that credit. Um, some of it's luck and some of it's a great team. Um, and we've just um, uh, been out in pretty good growth mode. And um, Still thinking we've got a lot more we can do uh, and very excited for the future. I mean, that's the dream, isn't it? Looking ahead and, you know, you kind of see a bright future in spite of everything that's going on right now. But, you know, with COVID and and all of the, whether it's the new regulations or whether it's the new uh, just ways of hotels operating in these times, um, I would imagine a company, company like yours uh, would be to not just benefit from it. Cause I don't want it to sound like, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, growth and, and that, but you know, you're really helping people these days yeah, through this pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. This has certainly been an interesting year and uh, we've, we've uh, we had good growth last year coming into this year. The first two months were strong and then we hit the brick wall, right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, right. It's, it's our customers closed down and, 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 and they're essentially closed down as all the guests left. And um, and that certainly had a big impact on us. And, and we've pivoted a lot uh, over over the time. And and um, we're seeing some nice momentum now. We're not where we want to be nor expect to be, but we're moving in the right direction. And um, and, and, and you're right, Adam. We one thing that we've been really pleased about is um, we've we we we've got heavily into the disinfecting and sanitizing. That's something that we already had offered for the past several years, but it was not mm-hmm. something that was well, um, uh, it just desired, um, for mm-hmm. sort of obvious reasons. Uh, but now it is, and, and you're right, as we, we go in and do a lot of preventative work, um, for hotels and even outside hotels, we're doing a lot of uh, retirement communities, assisted living facilities kind of come to us, uh, needing our service. Um, and then we also do some positive cases, uh, when, when there's a hit and, mm-hmm. Um, we've got our, our, our technicians um, well uh, trained how to do that and um, and well comfortable going into those situations. And we mm-hmm. go in as, 
you know, as quickly as you can, we're well protected and try to clean it out. Um, but what we really try to pitch uh, to your point about helping the customers is, yes, we'll be there if you have a positive situation, but we really want to try to get ahead of the curve and do more on the preventative side, which, you know, is never going to be a hundred percent, but it view it like a vaccine. It'll minimize the case, the, the likelihood of getting a positive case. And if you have one, it'll probably be less rampant as a result. So, so that's what we've done. And, 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 and just, adding to the, the craziness of this year and, and just the tragedies of the year, you know, the storms right now going on real time down in, in, in the Gulf. Um, okay. um, we're actually been mobilizing a lot of work, uh, uh, taking care of uh, hotels that are, that are um, housing evacuees from the storm. So we're, 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 we're taking care of those um, as well as and that's even extended into to, to other States. So, We've done a lot of that. We've done a lot of hotels that are that are also housing um, uh, is serving as hospitals now because of the virus. So it's just been an, an incredible year and just a devastating year for mm -hmm. for, for for all of us. And um, we're just uh, we're just very uh, thankful that we've been able to keep going and 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 in some cases make a positive in, impact. Yeah. You've got such great reach in the company. You've got you know, eyes and ears in a lot of different areas, a lot of different uh, regions. What are you just seeing out there, generally speaking, uh, your perspective on kind of what's happening in the market at large? You know, are there, are there different, you know, I guess we're, the, the crux of the question is, you know, from a regional perspective or different, um, different jurisdiction perspective, you've got different government regulations and how things are supposed to go, uh, you know, whether it's reopening restaurants or reopening hotels, ca uh, capacity limitations. Um, some governments are more strict than others. Some companies are maybe more strict than others. You've got brand standards. It's a lot of things at play. Sure. So what are you kind of seeing uh, under that big umbrella? Yeah, it's, it's kind of a patchwork. So, mm. so you're right. It's, you've got brands and different owners having their different, uh, um, requirements or preferences. And then you're right, ge geography plays a big impact. And, 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 and right now, um, it's just so reactive. I mean, we're just six months into this, at least in the States, a little longer, uh, outside the States. Um, so, uh, there's really still, uh, I think properties are starting to catch their breath a little bit, but, um, still very reactive, uh, there and, and, and haven't been able to sit back too much and kind of, uh, a look at kind of at a global level, what, mm -hmm. what are the best practices? Um, so we'll work with uh, our properties, uh, whether they have a formal plan or not a formal plan, we'll, we can try to help them devise a formal plan. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we're, we're trying to be very flexible, say with, with budgeting, because we know mm -hmm. that's an issue. So we try to be very flexible with about payment cycles, extending those out, things like that. But, mm -hmm. but yeah, there is a wide variety. I mean, some parts of just focusing on the U S are, are clearly coming back stronger than others. And, and even within certain markets, certain types of hotels and, and, um, and, um, you know, the, the big, I'm not saying anything that followers of the industry don't know, but certainly the large cities, um, particularly that are heavily dependent based 
uh, on, 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 on group travel and meetings, um, having a lot, a lot more challenging time. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so we're, we're trying to, to, to go where, where, where we're needed and then work to their brand standards. And again, in some cases we'll come in um, and, and give advice on that mm-hmm. and, um, whether it's using our, uh, disinfecting, uh, um, processes or not, you know, we're, we're trying to be very flexible with our customers, but I would say kind of as a general view that, um, uh, again, the catching the breath is probably a good way of looking at it, starting to get a little bit, looking a little bit further in the future, but it's, it's so hard to, to predict the, well, what the next turn is going to be. I mean, we just, it, we just don't know the, the way I look at it is, is that we don't even know what tomorrow's going to be, but tomorrow compared to today, I just know we're going to be one day closer to the end of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like that that way of looking at it, trying to stay optimistic and not get pulled down into the negativity uh, that's so easy to happen right now. But the catching your breath is a really good, I mean, that painted a really good picture for me. I mean, I can remember being back in hotels uh, on the front lines and you kind of go through a crazy period. And you're not really out of the busy time, or maybe you're back to back with big groups or whatever the situation is. You have the second to kind of catch your breath. Hopefully you can do a bit of a, uh, we would call them after action reports, but you sort of dissect what you went through, how you can at least like, what did you learn? What did you learn didn't work? (laughs) And then maybe change your perspective going forward uh, for, you know, the next busy period. It kind of feels like that's where we are right now. After Labor Day, things are just, everyone's just sort of taking stock and figuring out what the rest of the year looks like. Yeah, I think that's right. Especially, I think the realization is, is you know, we're, we're going to be in this situation, you know, not for a few more days or a few more weeks, but it's going to extend beyond that and just trying to navigate uh, uh, that environment and get used to it and doing so with such a limited staff, mm-hmm. um, which presents its own challenges, of course. Um, it's, it's, it's sad that there's so many people that have lost their jobs um, or, or are working in a much lesser capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's horrible for, for, for so many people. Um, and those that do have a fortune to have their jobs, um, many cases are just, you know, working a, a lot, a lot harder and mm-hmm. just trying to, to keep things going. So we're, um, you know, we're trying to, to, to work in that environment as well. Yeah. Housekeeping and public area cleanliness is one of those departments and, and job functions in a hotel that, in my opinion, is the hardest working division uh, in a property. Um, in good times, you've got housekeepers that are that are covering a lot of rooms and doing a lot of um, uh, the, the number of cleanliness duties in a room over the years just seems to have slowly ramped this kicked off. Um, obviously this situation has changed housekeeping operations probably fundamentally forever, but we may not have a lot of clarity on what that change is yet because everyone's just kind of scrambling and trying to wipe everything down and, and, and have a, uh, at least an operation where nothing is missed. And hopefully people come to work, the ones that are working. Um, but from your perspective, I'm curious to hear you know, where you see housekeeping operations changing as we move through this. So is there anything that may be starting to um, show itself, I guess, through the darkness of this? Yeah, I, I, I see your, your comment about the trend of housekeeping taking on more and more work. I, I think it's only continuing right now. Mm-hmm. Now, um, 
I think uh, going into the rooms less frequently, not only because there's lower occupancy, but uh, mm-hmm. it, it's more of uh, much less during a stay and a much longer visit to a room when there's a checkout. Yeah. Um, so it's really uh, in many cases there's not that's not there's no housekeeping going on while there's a stay. So so the house the housekeeping staff just have much more to do. Um, uh, on, on uh, less frequently, but much more to do, and still have a tight quota to, to make. So, um, and, and I think a lot of the rooms are are getting beat up more mm. than they were. Um, in some cases, there's a different clientele than a hotel's used to. So, so we're seeing that quite a bit, and um, and and sometimes the housekeeping staff is not really um, um, sort of trained or have the equipment and outfitted to do these things like smoking stain uh, odors and things of that nature and and just a lot more uh, damage to the room so we're seeing that quite a bit and sometimes we'll go in and you know do those situations but um i think that's an issue and um and of course we're seeing them more frequently uh, uh there's just more visible in the property in the past um wanted to keep them kind of not hidden but not overly visible um, in, in, in front of the guests, but now there's a lot more of that. And, and we're being asked to do that as well. Um, you know, some of the, uh, on a similar note, because often, uh, uh, the property won't do this or doesn't want to, or doesn't have the equipment to do themselves. A lot of this disinfecting work, we often mm-hmm. use electrostatic sprayers. Um, and we're called in not only, uh, to help the guests, but, um, we're called in a lot to make it a safer place for the employees. So mm-hmm. we'll do a lot of the back office uh, work as well, and uh, and 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 the hotels want the hotel management wants that to be uh, known that that's happening. So we've created mm-hmm. as an example some nice uh, literature, uh, pop up tents and things like that that the hotel can place to give um, comfort to their employees as well as their guests that. The hotel's being frequently cleaned and disinfecting, and it's a safe environment. So I think like that is something that we're going to see, at least for the foreseeable future, is um, some sort of uh, sense, whether certifications or just some literature showing that uh, it's being well cleaned and and maybe it's being done in-house or maybe it's being done by a certified third party. Yeah. You know, your point about cleaning back of house is an interesting one because we see so many marketing uh, images and, and these campaigns that hotel companies are engaging right now where it's basically a different version of the same program, but it's all geared at convincing guests coming in that, you know, the front of house is clean. But we don't talk about how many employees the guests are probably going to interact with one way or another during their stay and making sure back of house are clean and there's good hygiene and, and health practices as people are walking in the door when they go in the staff entrance by the loading dock. Uh, that, you know, that is as important as what's going on in front of house. I think it's a really interesting point. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we're seeing that, and, and you know, and a lot of what we're talking about clearly is happening during this. I don't know if I want to call it transition period, but during this this pandemic period, and then when we do reach the, uh, the the when we do have this under control, and we come back more towards what was the past. You know, it's it's unclear if these trends will stay. Will there be regular disinfecting of hotels, mm-hmm. as an example? Um, um, or, um, it, I, I just think the, there's a lot of unanswered questions now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
we've got the issue, and you alluded to it earlier, hotels running on smaller teams. And, you know, that is probably going to be the MO until guests start to return and, you know, you know rates increase a little bit and cash flow gets a little bit better. Um, so one of the ways that, that I think hotels can contend with dealing or working with smaller teams is you've got to find more efficient ways of doing the work. Um, are there any tools that your company is using or, or promoting into the field that's making housekeeping operations a little bit better to deal with on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, it's, it's a good question when we think a lot about uh, how to help our customers even further, uh, particularly in, 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 in today's world. Um, of course, uh, we'll come in maybe even for smaller jobs than we had in the past, right? You know, a couple rooms, smoking rooms or things like that, um, where, yeah, the in the past we've tried to, you know, group it into bigger projects, uh, but we understand the world now. And, um, you know, uh, if, if our customers need it, we're, we're going to try to bend over backwards to, to do those things mm-hmm. um, because they often um, uh, don't have the staff or the equipment. Uh, the budgets are tight to do those. So, so that's that's one mm-hmm. thing. Um, we're also um, being uh, keeping track more of the actual work that we're doing in many uh, cases in the past, the hotels wanted to keep track and you know, we do these rooms today, these rooms tomorrow, we're playing more of a role in that to help them. So we make sure that we can handle and address the entire property or the parts of the job that we're wanting um, um, because we realize that they're just being stretched. So those are things like that. Um, um, there's uh, you know equipment. We're kind of being more of a consultant now about, Hey, they're thinking about buying a, any piece of equipment. Can we help them or uh, with that, or give them some advice? So, so things like that. And even some of the training um, mm-hmm. if, if on the equipment, as an example, are, are things that that we that we can help with. Um, you know, often they'll then say, "Hey, you know, you, why don't you guys do the job for us? Even if it's a small job, we'll try to help them." But we're trying to really. Um, because we know there's been a lot of turnover and maybe the people that were originally trained to do the deep cleaning are no longer there. So um, we'll either do it for them or we'll try to help our property, maybe try to educate them um, uh, so they can do some of this, the work themselves. Yeah. Bringing in outside third parties and outsourcing uh, project work in hospitality is something that, you know, depending on the type of work that's being done, you know, you said earlier, you know, there's companies out there that bring in third shift and they cover, you know, that overnight cleaning in hotels. And that, maybe that'll be an outside company not done in-house. But by and large, hospitality over the years has, has resisted bringing in uh, outside consultants to help with things for whatever reason. Uh, but one of the trends that I'm seeing, uh, and, and this isn't a sales pitch for either of our services here, but it's, <laughs> but it's just, you know, we're seeing it is, is bringing in outside people to help with these problems and, 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 um, and just provide maybe another set of eyes to look at something to, to provide some guidance. Um, and I would think that a company like yours is in a really good position to be able to do that. Again, not a, not a sales pitch, but this is an opportunity for hotel managers out there to look at the expertise that isn't necessarily either in your building or with your flag to help you through this. Yeah, I think that's right. I think it's a good opportunity to take a step back and 
say, how can we be more efficient? And we've done it in our company uh, where um, we've found some ways of streamlining operations. I mean, this is a good opportunity to Mm -hmm. kind of take a deep look at your business and, you know, what have we been doing in the past? Maybe that's not in every situation what we should be doing in the future. And are we using our resources, our people, our, 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 our time, our money, are we using those in the right way, the budgeting? Mm-hmm. So uh, certainly same thing with, with our, our customers. I mean, the, there had, you, you're right, I think by and large, a lot of work was being in the old days done internally by hotels. Um, mm-hmm. Probably a slight trend to, to go the other direction to outsource as we're seeing pretty much all other sectors of the economy. Um, mm-hmm. But my sense is now um, with such a streamlined staff or skinny staff and made hotels, they're probably that uh, outsourcing trend um, can affecting your business and my business um, mm-hmm. will probably be accelerated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think to your point earlier that uh, hotels and we've got some, so evidence to believe this will, will be slower in, in ramping up their their hiring. So they may rely more on outsiders, and whether that's just temporary or or, or kind of a new structure going forward, uh, it's to be determined. TBD, yeah, exactly. Um, it's not know, running, it, yeah, as you as you know, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no, running a, a, a hotel is boy, that that is that that is not easy. I mean, you've got no. so so many tasks to mm-hmm. do and. Um, and, and if you can outsource a couple of them, this a go-to partner that you're not going to have to micromanage, you're not going to have to 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 to, to looking over their shoulder to make sure the job's done right. You know it's going to get done right and on time. Um, you know that that's very helpful, so you can focus on running your property right. That's exactly right. You know, and oftentimes it's, it can be more economical than trying to find all of the um, whether you have the expertise in house or not often you're either having to hire somebody or you're diverting somebody from another function to take over something else. So you're just, you're, you're just there. You're not, their plate is the same size. You're just overflowing their plate. Yeah. So then, you know, they're, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're whatever their, their responsibilities are, are divided. Um, I'm curious to get your take on this, you know, in, in times of, as a person who heads up a big company in times of crisis, you know, people often look to leadership to provide guidance, stability, make them feel better, visibility on what's going on, whatever the thing is they need. I'm curious just to know from your perspective, how have you handled all of this? Um, you know, being in, in that chair, you know, this, it's, it's lonely at the top. Um, and this is one of those times where it can be. Um, how have things been going for you? Yeah, it's... Um uh thank you for asking it's it 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 has been a challenging year needless to say so um uh certainly come march and april when much of our business shut down and i was very concerned particularly for some of our newer younger franchisees that had a smaller customer base and just were less um experienced in our business because almost all our franchisees come from totally different backgrounds than hospitality industry cleaning and, and generally that's worked out well so uh i was very focused on it and um it was not an easy time um we we worked hard on a few areas one is trying to over communicate and 
even if we didn't have a lot to say, we would we do company-wide Zoom sessions and then individual mm-hmm. calls. And we did those. Um, we used to we do those anyway uh, in the past, but much more frequently. And again, even if we didn't have much to say, we'd share whatever information we were seeing um, uh, from our perch, and we'd love to share what everybody else was seeing so that um, uh, our different offices could help each other with maybe some tips, some advice, what they're seeing. But I think it was very important for me to at least try to collect as much information I could see out in the field and disseminate that. So that, so that was very helpful. Share best practices. Um, mm-hmm. What was, was, was another, um, you know, what services is an example are being most the, the desire, which types of properties, things like that, new sort of equipment or chemicals that we could use um, in certain situations. So over communication, we try to be honest about it. I mean, yeah, on one hand, you want to be a cheerleader, but you know, you don't want to. You want to paint sort of a, a, a realistic picture and, and try to give people hope. So, we did that. We um, we worked really hard with that. We gave them a lot of financial advice. You know, in our mm. since we're a service business um, without a big re- retail front and and, and fancy office. Um, we really didn't have a lot of overhead, most of our offices. So that was very helpful, can kind of hunker down. And now we've been rebuilding recently, mm-hmm. but we're able to do that. Um, so I think it was the communication, our help on was trying to double down on our marketing to help our franchisees, sharing advice, getting everybody to communicate more and more with each other. Um, it's also kind of accelerated our uh, plans to, some of the other new services that we're planning to launch, we kind of accelerate those. So I think that was a lot of it is trying to tell people, you know, uh, have our franchisees um, kind of understand that we were here to really try to help them. Not mm-hmm. saying we could, you know, clearly make the pandemic go away, but you mm-hmm. know, there, there are limits, but at least we were there. We were fighting for them, fighting alongside them, um, feeling the same thing because I run and I have a company-owned location as well. So I was feeling it every day as well. And, and I think that those are some of the things that, that helped. And um, I'm, pla- I'm really glad that um, of our 30 franchisees, we haven't, knock on wood, lost one um, this year. Because oh, wow. So That's unbelievable. I'm really pleased pleased about that. And yeah. we've got great people. And, and, and I think that came through. A little bit of good news out of all of this. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good to hear. Um, are there any resources that you have found that have uh, helped you and your company through this that might be valuable for other people to look at as well? Yeah, well, the, the thing that I've been looking for on this, I mean, I, I read a lot anyways, read a lot of periodical, lots of newspapers, trade journals, and, and even non-trade journals. Um I would say as far as the pandemic, what I've been um, looking at, um, which has been fairly helpful, is is the Chinese market mm. because they're really, you know, they, they hit the pandemic, hit them first, of course, um, and really about three months ahead of us. Uh, and then they did a, the, 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 their, their hotel market was shut down big time mm. and, and now is on the upswing. So it's not a perfect analogy, say, to the States or even Europe or mo- pretty much the rest of the world because of the, the, the shutdown that uh, was much stronger there. But 
but there's a lot of similarities and mm-hmm. their market's coming very strong and um, big hotel chains. Uh, you look at, if you ask them, I mean, the, the, and, and look at um, you know, the SDR numbers, mm-hmm. um, they really come back very nicely in China now, mm-hmm. the economy in general, and certainly the hospitality industry. And there's a lot of parallels there with the U.S., um, particularly because they have a huge uh, percentage of their market is uh, domestic travel, just like mm-hmm. it is in the state. So, um, so there's some parallels there that we see, and um, and it's really pointing to uh, a nice recovery in China. And I think ultimately that that, that recovery and trajectory may happen longer here mm-hmm. in Europe, but uh, take longer to get there. But I think is is very is very positive. Um, and and you can look at some of the details as to how the hotels have actually. Uh, 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 overcome the pandemic. Yeah, I like that. It's a little bit of a roadmap. You may not, maybe you don't follow, you might you might take a, a, a different trail, but you're going in yeah. the same direction. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that has been so beneficial out of this pandemic, I think for people in just about every, every profession is just the volume of content that has been put out there. So, for, so you, you can, you can, you can spend your entire week on webinars and, you know, joining different, you know, meetings and discussion groups and reading studies and opinion pieces. I mean, it's, there's a lot of good stuff out there. So just, you never know what you're going to get from a piece of content. Try to absorb as much as you can. Yeah, uh, that's right. That's right. And, 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 you know, keeping in mind that this, this virus is just, is new. It's less than a year old Mm -hmm. and we just don't really know how it behaves, frankly. And, um, we're getting better at treating it, um, but we just don't know how to behave. So, yes, I agree with you. It's good to, to, to get a lot of different perspectives and data, um, but I think um, there certainly still is an element of uncertainty. For sure. Yeah, there's no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, before we wrap the show here, a uh, bit of a, a personal question for you, if you don't mind. Sure. What are you looking forward to when this is all said and done? What do you miss? Um, I, uh, from a professional perspective, I'd love going out and visiting uh, uh, franchisees, and yeah. clearly that's been cut back significantly. Um, I'd like to go see everyone at least once a year, wherever they're located, um, and uh, and I really miss that. Mm-hmm. Also, visit and we go and we visit customers, and and then I make special visits to some of our other uh, uh, customers as well. So I love doing that. Um, certainly, my, my team uh, in our office, um, our our home, our home office in Chicago, and we'll see them, but not nearly as much. So it's really the people I miss a lot, yeah. um, and I'm looking forward to, to to hitting the road, which I've been starting to do recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm looking forward to doing that more and um, and getting out there and seeing our seeing our our team. Nice. I had this uh, moment probably a month ago where I was walking past a restaurant in Seattle that sort of had this has this indoor outdoor feeling to it. You got to open everything up, and and I walked by, and it, for the first time, I realized for the first time in several months that I that I was aware that there was like clanking of dishes and you know uh, you know busters clearing mm-hmm. tables and all that, and I realized, man, I, I just I miss this energy. Yeah. <laughs> you don't realize it till you, till you hear it. And you're like, Oh yeah, I haven't heard that for a while, but uh, yeah, we'll get through this. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, David, if people want to uh, learn more about you or renew systems, uh, where should they go? Uh, great place is our website. 
So it's okay. renewsystems.com. Uh, renew is spelled R-E-N-U-E. So renewsystems.com. Renew is in, like renew your venue. So renewsystems.com is a great place to get information. You can find our contact information. Uh, feel free to call, email, text me really at any time, um, whether it's something specifically talked about here, something about renew, or just in general, you just have a question. I'm, I'm always glad to to meet, to meet people and, and have some nice conversations. Sounds great. David, thanks so much for uh, joining the show today. It was great having you on. Thanks for your insight. Oh, my pleasure, Adam. Keep up the good work. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. Thank you for listening to the show. If you want to learn more about Renew Systems or get in touch with David, just head over to their website, renewsystems.com. I'll link to it in the show notes. As for us, if you haven't had a chance to leave a rating or a review, I'd appreciate if you took a couple seconds to hop over to your podcast app and do that. It just helps us put together better content and it helps the show get found for new listeners. You know, the way some of these search algorithms work, if you don't have enough ratings or reviews, you don't even populate when people search for the show. It makes it a lot harder for new users to find you. So we want to try to help as many people as possible through this pandemic. So ratings and reviews will help us get there. So thanks in advance for taking a couple of seconds to do that. You can head over to knowinghospitality.com to find past shows, show notes, and more information about the services that Knowing Hospitality provides. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Proven Principles Podcast with Adam Knight. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss a show. The podcast is brought to you by Knowing Hospitality, a full-service hotel management company that puts your performance first by rethinking the management model. Visit knowinghospitality.com to learn more. Until next time.